0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous! Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. That's
1: what they say. Uh, wait,
2: you already started recording? I started recording. Do I? I like you fresh.
1: Paint I don't. I don't have the. I don't have my headphones in. Put them in. Well, it's not as simple as that.
2: How? How could it, it's not? How could it not be as simple as that?
1: Because, uh, hang on, hang on, one, hang on, one, vamp fo- for a sec.
2: Okay, everybody. I'm gonna. I'm gonna act cool. I'm not gonna lose my composure about. The idea that there is something more complex to plugging in a plugging in a, a headphones than plugging it in. I'm gonna put myself into a, a relaxed state of mind where I don't. Ref-
1: it's way complex. Don't you don't. You don't get it.
2: My co-host of 23 years, uh, radio veteran Eric can't plug in his headphones. We call them cans in the I'm industry.
1: In. Right. Big cans, big sweaty cans. What are we? Uh, what, what what are we talking about this week?
2: Uh, it's up to you. We can t-
1: Andrew Tate. We
2: can talk about Andrew Tate. I uh, look. Y- 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 why do you do this?
1: Like, why do I do why what? Why do you
2: make me defend dudes like this?
1: Why do I make you defend things? Yeah, like you put this?
2: these articles out in the world that are so dishonest that then I gotta jump out and defend dudes that I have nothing in common with, don't want any connection with. But when you let the Alex Joneses of the world burn as witches, you're you're undermining your own ability to to have a fair chance moving forward, right?
1: So no one wants that though.
2: No, but like, I'm nobody wants that. Right. People want to be treated like little, like children and abused. And yeah, yes. It's so upset, man. Cause check this out. I didn't know a thing about this Andrew Tate dude, except I saw him on a podcast. Once, uh, the podcast people had the right energy where they, like they just feed fed into everything that he said in a way that didn't challenge him in any meaningful way so you just let the dude talk and it was entertaining as hell yeah. i don't know a thing about him otherwise except i saw a bunch of videos of him on a boat and he was talking some bullshit you and i saw him like when he was talking some like shit about being like a high earning person or something, whatever the fuck we, we were hanging we were hanging out on the <laughs> boat with him our time on the boat with him i thought was pretty rewarding i didn't notice anything weird about him yes there was a bunch of romanian mm. models mm. uh yes they were chained to the boat but mm. i i don't judge the cult the other people's cultures
1: so comes with the territory you gotta get you gotta get with it you know here's the th- you gotta act like you've been there you know <laughs>
2: yeah, precisely so here's the thing this dude was taken off of uh, social media platforms of Facebook and anything owned by meta. He was taken off of for uh, extreme misogyny or his connection to the idea that that uh, misogynists will take it. Basically he was jammed up on a double standard that I hope that he goes legal. If he's got money, I hope he goes legal with it because on any given day you can find On Instagram, someone wearing a, you know, uh, hate all men world tour 2022 shirt. Right. Now Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not an idiot. I don't suppose they're being literal. They love their father. They probably got a boyfriend that's a total fucking cuck that just like simpers in the fucking corner while his fucking girlfriend wears shirts about how much she hates men. It's the same fucking act we've seen a million times. Like, uh, Twitter where it's like women hating men or, uh, the big one for a long time. It was like a joke. Like you and I have a mutual friend who lives kind of, uh, he's a white dude, but he's deep into the indigenous shit. Right. And I don't have any white friends. It was a joke in that community that all of the influencers in indigenous uh, like, uh, at that time it was Instagram, etc. They would all go on these rants about how they hated white men and this, that, and the other thing, but they all had white boyfriends. It was like, a, it was like a, a, an unspoken like gag, right? Like that everybody kind of knew, but nobody challenged at the time. Everybody had a white boyfriend. It, it's, we understand these things aren't literal just as I didn't think that Andrew Tate was literal. Right. But
1: what did what did he even say? What was the thing that, that got everyone's goat?
2: <sighs> okay. So I thought that there was something about him being involved in human trafficking. And I just went to this article that is incredibly biased from the New, Zo- New Zealand uh, Herald, which uh, leads with extreme misogynist, in quotations, Andrew Tate shuts money-making scheme after global ban. Okay. So – this dude had some like pyramid scheme of virality called Hustlers University. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something we yeah, made no up. Shit. It's fucking crazy. But okay. So he has said things like women belong in the home. Women can't drive and women are a man's property. If these are the most upsetting things that you can pull from this dude, you're going to have to also ban Staten Island from fucking social media. This is, <laughs> I think a lot of people would want us to ban Staten true. Island. Uh, now, uh, he has said that it is not okay for a woman to be raped, but if she was, she must bear some responsibility. Now, this is a, a hatcheted quote, so I don't know the context of it at all. Uh, if he's trying to intone uh, a thing that second wave feminists uh, say every single day, which is that uh, y- y- your uh, the obligation of self-defense uh, falls on the individual and that uh, m- women have to be aware of their surroundings, et cetera, et cetera, you might find these ideas distasteful, but they're not like crazy, right? Like moms would tell you like what are you doing? Like, don't go in a van with that man. Don't if he's on that tip, which is just mom shit, mom advice. That's one thing. If he's saying, I don't, you know, to be totally frank, I don't even know what he could say here. That would be beyond past distasteful and into inciting violence. Right. I don't see anything here that's inciting violence. So, uh, The British, uh, the, the, the the Brits who love sending people to jail on thought crimes, uh, they have organizations that are saying that it's con- this has concerning effects on young men. I would say, Eric, yes, undoubtedly. So does pornography. I don't mm. know if you can really ban these things simply because they have ill effects, right?
1: So, also, I'm just like I I, I I've always kind of disputed the notion that like. How do you know what people are pulling away from this? Like, how do you, can you break down the percentage of what people, like, I would think in this day and age, I mean, it's, there's probably a generational aspect to it too, but I would think most, especially young people, when they hear someone saying something to the effect of like, well, what was she wearing? I think most people would go, Ooh, that's gross. Right? So like I I don't understand this whole thing of like well he's having a negative influence on young men. It's like how do you know that? How do you know most young men aren't listening? to This guy going sounds like a jackass.
2: Right, or I agree with everything he said except for this. Right, which which is right. a fair it's, thing it's, that adults yeah. can do.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't I don't I don't buy the notion that like we know like we you can measure someone's influence and in what they have like. I've, I've said it a million times before. I mean, like, I would watch Alex Jones out of, like, sheer curiosity. And every time I'd watch him, I'd be like, this guy's fucking batshit. But to someone, to the outside observer, I'm just, like, a number in his yeah. viewership. And, and for whatever reason, you presume that those numbers are all, like, yeah! It's not the case. You don't, you don't know, know that. Now, like, sure, there are some that probably ride with it, but, like, I don't know what you do with that, necessarily. Like, they would have... Take banning Andrew Tate. It's it's like that idea of like, well, what was he wearing? Like that fucking like idiot redneck bullshit. Like, but
2: I don't even know that that's what he's saying. I I guess we should we can take it in good faith that this dude is uh, like an asshole, a provocateur. It's not outside of something that he may say. That's uh, so. Let's just operate like he said it. That's fine. But like, yeah. What? Why are we assuming so little? Of each other that we can't say, or why are we denying each other our personhood and saying, yeah, people are allowed to have bad thoughts. They're allowed to think things that I think are bad or stupid. So that might be the the theme of this episode. Uh, podcasts were given a lot of d- really dry podcasts. were are given a lot of uh, ammo the last couple uh, days with Sam Harris. Yeah. So we'll get yeah. into that and we'll try to be funny. It's not like a funny topic, but we'll do our best.
1: Wait, what did what did we'll Sam Harris after do?
2: Andrew Tate? Let me go in on Tate.
1: All right, we're still going on t- on the Tate man. I don't even I like honestly before. If anyone, I mean, it's kind of funny. We should talk about uh, the people that that typically listen to this podcast because I've met a number of them uh, across you know the last month or so. But it's like if anyone wants to take any issue with anything we're saying about Andrew Tate. I know so little about what the fuck this is. Like, I know he said some things that people didn't like, and I know we got banned. Couldn't pick the guy out of a lineup. It's just another, this is like another hallmark of like how fucking tired everything is. Like we've been doing this dance for years. Nothing pops anymore. No one cares. But anyway, go on.
2: His his university has 127,000 members. Uh, with boys as young as 13 paying 39 paying 75 dollars a month to be part of his war room this dude's lit stop stop
1: that's kind of I mean the marketing you can't you can't you can't how deny was, that. How
2: were we not part of Tate's war room prior to this?
1: look man I, I <laughs> we've been doing this podcast as you said, for 23 years. we've our numbers are not bad, but they're not great. Now, did this guy just got like six, six figure numbers? Like, where did this guy come from? No one knew who he was last Sunday. That's,
2: that's the question that a lot of people have about. uh, So the joke that people are making right now is, wait, this guy got banned. I thought he was working for Facebook the way that they pushed him on me. Right. And. Yo. So YouTube I can confirm he was all over YouTube, unavoidable. Uh TikTok I'm not uh uh well, I actually have a TikTok now to promote comic book stuff, but I don't I haven't looked at it. So pre- but presumably he was all over TikTok too. Apparently that's where he's not on TikTok, but his clips, the virality of his clips on TikTok apparently are next level. Like really high level uh vira- virality. How does this happen? That's the thing. He feels like a plant, but then they kicked his legs out Epstein style.
1: Well, that's, but that's, it's like, it's a pre-written narrative. It's like, it's just like a, it's like a wrestling Mm. storyline. It's like, you know, like, like I don't buy it anymore, man. Like how does this shit just appear and then like have a little story of its own and then go like, I, where does this come from? It doesn't make any sense. How can this guy just pop up yeah. overnight? I don't get it.
2: Uh, CIA one of two things. CIA or people were really excited to hear the truth.
1: <laughs> but see that's is like he's not he's not saying anything that like any of the like there's you go on YouTube and you can pick you can pick your fucking poison when it comes to these like red pill guys. There's like a bajillion of them. And this guy just can't, like, he sprung up overnight and he popped. I, I, like, I I don't know. Like, I don't feel like he's saying anything that some of these red pill motherfuckers haven't been saying for, like, six years now.
2: Uh, I think that he was more blatant and had, like, more of a I'm on a boat getting a dick suck sort of energy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Because when you hear this stuff from, like, a pure fucking incel, you're kind of like, I don't know. But uh, seeing this bald-headed playboy really lived the life uh you know uh, th- i'm in i'm part of the hustle i'm part of the so hustle like is university. he si- I'm one of the 176,000
1: he feels like gavin to me he feel like and and i i understand that there's a distinction there's definitely a difference like gavin's just trying to gavin's like a pure troll in the sense that i think he says a lot of things just to like get a rise out of people that's kind of his whole snark and smarm right so But in terms of the content of of what of what's being said, I guarantee Gavin has said shit like this.
2: I don't know. Well, Gavin, I watched a a Gavin clip the other day where he's on some like you know like very traditional. Oh, we got to get into the fucking Ben Shapiro's a slut thing later. Um, (laughs) That's like the best radio I've seen in a long time. Um, Okay, so uh, he's on some like Catholic trad shit lately which he thinks is punk the craziest thing is when you're old you start thinking that anything that you do because you always saw yourself as a punk dude is punk you know so so like when you go like cath trad you're like yeah it's really the it's the rawest thing you can do bro it's it's like against society and it's like well um something not being popular isn't the same as (laughs) like it being like counterculture
1: Going like Catholic trad as a reaction to like, I don't know, wokeness, like I suppose that's counter, you know, like is that fair to say?
2: Uh, yeah, I suppose it is. And I also think like I don't completely disregard the argument that uh, there's something – like I hate the term punk rock. Like when you say something is punk rock, it's like I I seriously I, – I reach for the nearest implement. That you, I could give you to kill yourself. It's like such a fucking t- like you, just a corn dick motherfucker. But corn I don't dick. completely disregard the idea that uh, there is in in circles that are typically associated with punk, like so. Let's say progressive circles, leftist circles, etc. There is a uh, <clears throat> calcification of ideas that is so antithetical to what the the idea of punk right like in people's minds like oh yeah it's against authority all that bullshit like if that is what it's truly supposed to be or aspires to be then i would say that punk is the least fucking punk thing in the world right so Mm. i understand that argument but i don't know if traditional i don't know if like becoming orthodox is necessarily like this finger in the eye of that fucking establishment you know so uh, whatever, all these people are just tr- doing their best to maintain uh th- to prevent ego death after they've been uh, mildly uh, notable for a while, and they all do this. It's like a desperate cloying thing. Nobody can just go live on the side of a mountain. It's impossible. Like even the guys with money can't just not be them. Which I think, like I kind of respect, right? Like, I like you know yourself. You know that you can't go have a quiet life. You have to be this person that, cause I feel that like, I, I really, I think that, you know, when uh, we got that listener, a uh, friend of mine who, who, uh, who works in a uh, longtime friend of mine who works in national security, who was just like, yeah, look, like you can just be destroyed in a moment online. Like your life, your life can be over the the ups. It's infinite downside potential with limited upside potential. No smart person would do it. It's like politics. Like why do we not get any smart politicians? Because the only people that are drawn to that are people who want their life scrutinized in an unsustainable way. Right. So like you're getting people who are like, they probably have more advantages than a common criminal, but they're essentially dumb people. And the smart people would be going into finance or other places where they can insulate themselves Uh, And make a lot of money while having, relatively speaking, a quiet life, right? So we can't resist, though. There's something about it. Like, that's why you and I do a podcast. we're, We're chasing the dragon of you getting recognized in a Whole Foods.
1: It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going Strong. 11 years now. The Podcast About Nothing. Your favorite podcasts favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you
2: oh i have lost eric Hold on, everybody. Eric is uh, hes in the Event Horizon starship, currently going through a black hole.
1: You know anything about doing a podcast uh, is when the fucking internet decides to be dog shit skin. and I can't hear you.
2: There you are. You, yep. I, I lost you. Yeah, there you. you are.
1: Yeah, what'd you say? You said the thing when we do a podcast. We what? are
2: chasing that high of you getting recognized mm. in the Whole Foods. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's uh yeah, we're just chasing the dragon of that uh getting recognized by uh guy playing the metal show up the block. Shout out to him. Thank you, dear listener. Um Yeah, I well, look, I I've I've oft said the the genesis of all man's problems is the inability to sit in a room alone quietly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, listen. Part of the thrill is like of putting yourself out there is knowing that you're, you're, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but like, I think there is some element of like you open yourself to the slings and arrows. Listen, Andrew Tate's probably jerking off to all the to to get like, I think people chase. This has been, and I think this has been the case for a minute now, but people are chasing cancelization. Like they want yeah. it, right? Like Andrew Tate has become bigger overnight by virtue of the fact of him getting booted from Instagram and Twitter or whatever it was Instagram and Facebook like they want that shit it's the same with the fucking trump raid like he trump is begging you to go through his fucking underwear yes, drawer please like me. please raid me like it's and and dude i wish we learned this le- i mean donald trump rode a rocket ship of hate to the highest office in land it, there there really is no such thing as bad publicity. Like, you, if you just, if you have the guts and you have the balls to just, like, just ride it, you'll come out the other end still alive. And, like, yeah, sure, maybe a lot of people will hate you. But a lot of people will be like, you know what? This guy's on to something. Let me let me become part of his war room and give him $20 yes. a month. <clears throat> And now like compound that over a hundred thousand people, 20 bucks a month you've you've made this guy's career you know you've you've affirmed his existence with all your vitriol. so congratulations like you got what you wanted but like that's another like what we were talking about earlier like we people people right people want to be stepped on they want a villain to hate they need it. They like they fucking need it. They need someone to tell them what the, what to do. They need someone to draw the lines of who the good and the bad are and they need to know who to point their fingers at, right? And it's just I don't know, I like it's a strange compulsion. I don't know why people need that. I don't know why you need that stress that like anger brings you in your life of like people that you don't know, you couldn't know, you'll never know and they don't know you. I don't know why you need that. But a lot of people evidently do. And I think it's part of this. I just think it's a game like this, especially this Andrew Tate thing. It's just a fucking game. It's like if you didn't, if people didn't have Andrew Tate's in their life, they'd figure out who the real enemy is. And the real enemy can't let you know that. So they give you Andrew Tate. I agree with that. The- so it, it's just sad, man. Like it's just people are, 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 are low. They're just like they're they're low creatures, and they need they need an effigy. It's crazy. They can't just go to the local theater and and go to a they can't just go to a screening of
2: Basketball. No, that would be too much joy. I'm I'm reading that book I've probably <laughs> mentioned on the podcast about uh, the Salem witch trials, and it's it's. It's like Me Too times a thousand. Everybody always says that it's like in people's in the popular imagination, it's this idea that the burned witches are innocent, and uh, th- you know that uh, uh, this is uh, an assault on women in some way. But the reality is, is that it was it was like Me Too style shit, where it was just three lying girls that just it, straight <laughs> up, like it was just these little girls, like uh well not not all little some of the, basically it was like a lie contagion where little girls were lying about a thing, very obviously lying about a thing. everybody could see they were lying about a thing, but because people wanted to believe the worst about each other, they just let the lie ride, so these girls would like their stories were inconsistent, they would accuse people that didn't make any fucking sense, but it was people that they'd be that the whole town was like, "Yeah, this dude fucking sucks, you know what I mean." <laughs> like,
0: Let's get rid of this
2: dude. So they didn't care that these girls were manifestly lying. And it was like, you want to talk about effigies. There was people that like, for example, uh, at one point the girls shifted gears and, and blamed a new dude. And they said, well, how do you know he's in concert with the devil? And they said, Oh, he, uh, he killed 13 people. And then they listed the 13 people. They were all people who were like kicked in the head by mules or like fell down wells or whatever. But people, you know, people missed their family members and didn't like this dude. So even though there was no way that this dude could have bewitched a, you know, a, 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 this guy to get gangrene from stepping on a nail or whatever, they, they still said, yeah, you know what? It could happen, you know, like that dude does suck. <laughs> they just went after him. Yeah.
1: So yeah, they said, this is, they said, this is yeah, more they, fun. That's exactly what they
2: said. They said, mm, you know what? We're at carrying capacity for kind of a uh, goodwill. It's time to blow it up. Let's, sh- let's just harm each other. So yeah, uh, whatever it it is. Uh, yeah. People want to hurt each other and uh, we see it all the time. And th- to that end, Uh, I'm joining hustlers university. (laughs) Well, okay. So here's the thing. This sort of shit is really crooked. He was evicted from the big brother house in 2016 when a video emerged of him hitting a woman with a belt. A second released shortly after showed him telling a different woman to count the bruises. He, uh, apparently caused her. Okay. So you, you read that and you go, Oh, you're not supposed to hit women with belts. That's not good. Right. Right.
1: No, definitely not.
2: Both he and the women deny abuse saying that was, they, everybody involved said it was consensual. The women are like, no, no, no. We were engaged in rough sex. Well, oh, right, oh. So what? That's not the, not the same thing. It's not the same thing. So it's like, this dude might be a scumbag, but we don't got to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop with the lies. I, I'm trying to find this shit about him uh, being a human trafficker in Romania. Uh, I don't see that. It seems like a high-risk behavior to engage in if you already have money. But may
1: Especially if you're going to go on television.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, this is why I get very mad at people when they assume the worst about people and they ride with the lies because it's like, wait a second. So you believe that this person was living their life out in the open, what, like, Going to bed every night, waking up in like in, in like a cold sweat being Like, is tonight the night they get me? People don't do that. Like, it, it, I mean, even the person with the most with the strongest compulsion to be uh, out in, in in front of people, they st- like you got to be a real. I'm I guess on the extreme end of monstrosity, you run into that, right? Like, maybe there's a dude who believes he's invincible. The average person does yeah. not. <laughs> average person is no not like that hold on uh oh okay here we go here's some relevant news tate an ardent supporter of former of former president donald trump gained a far following in far right pockets of social media and met with trump jr at trump tower that's how this article leads it is look let's transition into sam harris because this is relevant trump derangement syndrome is the most deranged is the most palpable derangement syndrome I've seen in my life there. I yeah. witnessed the, uh, I was a conscious enough person to witness some of the, uh, Bush derangement syndrome where, Oh yeah. A lot of but, that.
1: But there was Clinton derangement syndrome. Clinton derangement syndrome was pretty is, I mean that, that might be the longest lasting, uh, derangement most, syndrome. Like there are people that like, like Clinton, people hated bill right and then when hillary became what was she like senator what was she something yeah. from new york people hated her ass then and people like still people still get juice out of uh, out of out of blaming the clintons for everything
2: so we saw clinton i mean there is hillary clinton derangement syndrome no doubt you know what i mean that's that's real no shit we have it so we can speak we can speak yeah. the story <laughs> like when i
1: I just think it's funny to blame everything on a, on a 65-year-old woman. When I
2: see her, I get irate. I go, oh, this bitch again, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, th- but Obama derangement syndrome was real. Witness that in real time, right? Like, there was people that just – Yeah, but that – that
1: was that, like, as palpable as the other ones, though? I feel like even, like, the most – like, people that hate – like, even the most, like, right-wing Fox News, like, primetime – like they, they definitely were Obama deranged, but I don't think anyone really took, everyone knew that they were like, everyone was like, yeah, stop.
2: Yes. So that's what I was going to say. There you was, know? there was these incidents where it felt so fringy and stupid and manufactured, but that's part of the derangement. So like, for example, like when they were trying to get him on his suit, you know what I mean? They'd be like, he wore a cream, co- sure, a cream yeah. colored suit. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, it's obviously you're trying to manufacture something. You're trying to gin up some type of bullshit, but then there was other ones like, uh, you know, like they would find, they would go. <laughs> I don't know if people remember this. The media would go to the, like the farthest flung reach reaches of like Bayou, Louisiana and find somebody with a racist signage outside their home that is in the woods. And they would take a fucking still of this and be like, this is proof that, uh, that there is a, a, a strong racist agenda against Obama. Now don't get me wrong. I'm certain that there was a great amount of racist pushback to Obama. In, in fact, sure. I was around for it and I contributed in my own ways, but you're supposed to laugh at that. Eric, I didn't actually join a, hate. Group. <laughs> actually join a hate group. So, but here's the thing mm. you, you were, that's all real but it's not represented by the lunatic that no one pays attention to in the woods. And that's the type of like, uh, the media trying to make a visually compelling mania versus the more low key. Uh, yeah, I don't know about this guy sort of look like the, the racism that can't be, you can't put it, you can't hang anything on it. Right. Like, which is much more the racism that was present. So whatever. Trump outdoes them all. People have lost their fucking minds. And well, it's also, I think is
1: part of it that Trump is just like, he's just so detestable. (laughs) Like he's just like, he's so easy. Like he's awful to look at. And like, he speaks like a dumb scumbag. Like, like, he's not, he's just so easy to hate. He doesn't make a great case for himself.
2: Oh no, no. I mean, he's you know, like,
1: I mean, but, but no, but yeah, I mean the fact that, I mean, I don't know if you've been paying attention. I like, I can't like the whole, whatever's happening with that raid or whatever. It's somehow being connected. They're saying that it's something to do that. Like the steel dossier played into it in some way. And it's like, Oh man,
2: (laughs) Oh man gotta let it go gotta Let it go. you gotta let it go stop
1: but no i mean this is i mean I've I've, I've I've said this for a long time i think that they i think truly they want him back like they 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 need him they can't live without him uh they know that they would they would get stomped if it was like desantis or something so they need him back but but go on with your larger point about trump derangement. so
2: did you keep up with the sam harris thing at all
1: no, I didn't. I didn't see Sam Harris is another one of these guys that I don't know if I could pick him out of okay, a lineup. Okay, so
2: Sam Harris, uh, is, uh, do you know who he is? Do you know what he does? Yeah, are you familiar with his like? Because here's the deal.
1: Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, he's like a philo- He's like he's a, a public intellectual,
2: but he's he, just yeah. He's just one of these guys. He it. He's one of these guys. Now, <laughs> now here's the deal, everybody. I'm tired. I'm tired of people pretending yeah. to to know why a thing is bad i i saw again every i seriously every time i see somebody come out against ayn rand i just want to say have you ever read it like have you ever in your life read it? it's the same way that like i just finished the douglas murray book right uh and
1: he's the he's the um uh what is it the 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 universe book what was it Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is that Douglas, Douglas Murray? Adams.
2: Douglas Adams. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Douglas go Murray on. is
2: a talking head that you've seen a million times. He's he's uh, British and he speaks as though he's highly educated. Like his accent is one that Americans go, "Oh, this guy must be smart," right? So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, as it turns out, he did go to Eton. Okay. Anyway, the uh, uh, he's. Also, he's unfortunate for the left because he is a conservative, uh, thinker and author who happens to be gay as hell. So, uh, he is also smarter than most of his critics, which is, uh, r- rough on those people. Anyway, he's kind of like, he's got a Hitchens esque sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> so I just finished his book it's completely inoffensive. It's uh, it's a it's called the war on the West. And it's just a, about the last few years and kind of like the mind virus that you could say that exists or whatever, where it's a, you know, it's pointing out a lot of stuff that maybe some people could say is cherry picked and, and fringe, but then, uh, you know, it's just an argument that the West is not, necessarily as bad as you're being sold by the popular culture right that if it is this bad what what would you see as a viable alternative china
1: right so like well it's it, not it, it's not even just that it's like i what i would say to, to people that shit on the 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 quote-unquote west however you want to define that is like you will do that in one breath, but also celebrate it in another breath. Yeah. Like oh. there's how many times does, you know, someone that, you know, fancies themselves as uh, you know, anti-statist or whatever. Also at the same time, like, you know, celebrate the new, whatever, Marvel movie or fucking or or, uh, you know, yeah. Beyonce album or something like we, we, we love the culture that it produces, but we also shit on it. At the it's same also,
2: time. I mean, he doesn't put too fine a point on this or he doesn't hammer it at least, but the guys like soul do where it's like when you're judging the West as being inhumane or, or, or racist or any, you're literally using a Western framework of thinking to arrive at that, that idea which you would not be right. afforded if you lived for example in China. So and I don't mean afforded like the state would not allow you, I mean the cultural norms you would be very very outside of the cultural norms to to arrive at those thoughts and most of us are not exceptional people you would not arrive at those thoughts. You're arriving at those thoughts because uh the enlightenment <laughs> because uh, the idea of uh, civil liberties, which is a Western idea, like th- these are, you only can criticize these things p- using the language of the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but so these are all people can take these criticisms uh, seriously, not seriously. I don't give a fuck. Douglas Murray isn't my boyfriend. I don't give a shit. I just read his book because it was on audio Now,
1: Sam Harris was the guy who got yelled at by That's Ben correct. Affleck, right? That's okay, I know so we're gonna okay.
2: get there in one second. This is all to say that, uh, Douglas Murray, Sam Harris, like Douglas Murray, is a guy that many people believe they know this person's viewpoints, but have never read or otherwise consumed anything from this person, so they have these wild ideas of what this person's about. Like, well, like we saw with Jordan Peterson on a more extreme level the last few years. Right. So all this is to say, Sam Harris was one of the four horsemen. That's what they were called. That was uh, Dawkins Hitchens. Uh, I always forget the other guy and Harris. I forget the other guy's fucking name every time. Anyway, they were the atheists. Uh, the new atheism, uh, wrote books in the same, uh, time frame, different approaches. Uh, Harris was seen as the lesser thinker for a while. Now he's been around so long and has been. Uh, he, he said he's a pretty measured guy, typically. And D- Daniel Dennett. Daniel Dennett. Yes, thank you.
1: Never heard of this guy in uh, my life.
2: So these are the these are the fellas that you used to go to if you were like listening to Rush and were fucking seventeen and you thought God was just so fucking gay, right? And these were yeah. the dudes that you fucking sought out. Now, <clears throat> yeah, Dawkins is over everybody's head. Uh, Hitchens is kind of a little glib for some people. Harris had an audience, whatever. Anyway, I love Harris. His podcast, I find so relaxing. He's got a perfect speaking voice. Uh, I don't always agree with him. Uh, And he also is very boring, very boring on the subject of free will. It's like torture listening to him speak about free will. But, uh, you know, his criticisms, he was one of the fellas that was very critical of Islam. Now, for our listeners who are young or just every year, they just like purge. They put their memory into the recycle bin of, of, of their mind's computer and they just empty it. Uh, people used to fight about Islam a lot. I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> people got bored of it.
1: Well, uh, ISIS kind of fell off and then people stopped, Karen. Uh, so, uh,
2: d- Harris was very critical. He has been misquoted in a very malicious way by everyone, including people like Glenn Greenwald uh, to say that uh, we should nuke the Middle East. Uh, Harris, did not suggest that in any real way. I've said this on this podcast. I went. I had to go and read this because I was like, "That seems crazy." He's calling for genocide. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: feels like a bad idea.
2: It was a thought experiment in the exact same way, and I've said this on this podcast in the exact same way that Peter Singer suggests that we should be able to kill children up to three years of age. It's not a. It's not a sincere belief. It's. Oh, it's, it's a not- question for people, like, "Oh, hey, if you're."
1: The answer is yes. Get these kids the if fuck your out of here.
2: Values are a what? Well, it's uh, what do they call it? It's Socratic thinking, right? So it's like let's get to the, let's get yes. to the core value that you say that this is based in. Does it hold up under these under this scrutiny? Okay, let's go. Anyway, Sam Harris has been uh, increasingly Trump deranged. It's uh, he fell out with like the Weinstein's and all the sort of uh, intellectual dark, dark web people harvey <laughs> weinstein pardon me he he fell out with these people because uh he is like the one of them that is really like can't get over Trump and he's seemingly he's hung up on the strangest parts he's hung up on Trump University which is like the craziest fucking who gives a goddamn but
1: forgot about that but
2: one. his his quote on the podcast trigonometry the other day was uh, there's nothing in Hunter Biden's laptop that supersedes the corruption that we know Trump is guilty of. I don't care if there was dead children in in Hunter Whoa. Biden's basement. Uh, it, it, it's more important that this guy is not president. He says, "He and this is the part that like the the right wingers are saying." He said the quiet part out loud. They're all saying this because he said, I "Love that, uh, Hunter, but the." obstruction of that news item on Hunter Biden's laptop about Hunter Biden's laptop is a left-wing conspiracy to uh, prevent Donald Trump's election. And then in the same beat, he says, but I believe that that was justified. Now it's important to realize that, that Sam Harris, though he is technically as, as uh, Ben Shapiro would say of the left, technically uh, he is not, he doesn't have any insight into like, he wouldn't actually be invite invited to that conspiracy. You understand? Like, he's not like he had any like knowledge of this, but he's saying what we all kind of know was that big media said, no, 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 we're not going to validate this. We're going to hide it. Right. And and we need, we can't have a surprise come up and jam up our man Biden. Now they 're kicking themselves because they really need Trump to for their ratings but the uh for Harris to say what we all know this was a conspiracy, but i don't care has a lot of people very disappointed in him i don't care about that because he's not my boyfriend I would just say that he uh i disagree i think that even clear thinkers can in moments of being scared act like little bitches so
1: yeah well but 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 what's I because I hear this is not this is not uh, uh, specific to Sam Harris necessarily. Where it's it's just it's like I hear I always hear people the it's what aboutism. They're always what abouting whenever you, you just, if there's any criticism of Biden or or and and yeah the Hunter laptop thing. It's always like, well, what about Don junior It's like, well, wait a second, like us talking about Hunter Biden, the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, and perhaps his uh his his. Um, how would you define it? Uh, strange sort of dealings with Ukrainian gas companies. Like this is a separate issue from Donald Trump. Like they don't belong necessarily in the same breath. Like they're only in the same breath in the sense that they were both heads of state, Trump and Biden. That's the only commonality. And we're talking about their their progeny. So I like why can't we take the Hunter laptop thing seriously? and also Donald Trump being a shady businessman like sure that's also relevant that's another conversation though
2: yeah, not, you know what i mean I'm not allowed to have two conversations
1: it's so strange no. i want to know i think i think i think biden <laughs> in the phone as pedo peter is worthy of something of some
2: scrutiny no, no. no? I, everybody knows that the average person can only have one conversation a day It's so strange because it's like I,
1: you know, a lot of people in my life, close family members, friends. I know a lot. You do, too. We know lots of people who have the Trump derangement, right? You know, I I was talking to my mom the other day and they were like, if if, if he if he is found to be a criminal, does that mean that they they can, uh, you know, undo his presidency and get rid of his uh, his his Supreme Court picks? And I was like, mom. You got to stop. You got to stop with this nonsense. We know lots of people who were Trump deranged. I just I don't know why we can't also like I'm not saying you got to in you got to be deranged about Biden. I don't think I don't I think no derangement is required, but I just think that that's a worthy conversation to have. What was going on with this guy's laptop? What's the deal? Why aren't we talking about it? It's so weird. <sighs> It's so fucking weird. Why can't we just have to? Why can't we save the Trump conversation for five p.m. and have the Hunter conversation at four p.m.? Can't do it. Can't, we'll get can't to it. it like that. It's just weird. It's like you want to. Like I want to say to Sam Harris, why are you bringing up Trump when we're talking about Biden? We're just we're talking about a different thing. What happened to your brain that you can't you can't scrutinize someone because this other guy exists? I guess what it is is that they feel like. Biden is the only actual alternative to Trump right I mean like as it stands right now like if if they're likely to be the two people that run against each other in 2024 there's only one real alternative to the great Satan Donald Trump and it is this guy Biden and that means we have to completely back off we have to completely just not scrutinize we have to just completely, uh, become agnostic to anything this man does because he's the only real thing keeping this other bad thing out of the White yes. House. I guess that's the logic, right? And it's just to me that's so self defeating because it's like, no, wait, why are we stuck with Joe Biden if he sucks? And we there's lots of ammo and lots of there's lots of baggage there to 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 make the case that he sucks. Are you telling me there's really nobody else? Like there's just nothing we c- we have to go with oh, this guy. Uh, he's beyond all, all scrutiny because he's the only person that can go against uh, Big I mean, Don.
2: Is, is uh, that what we're saying? Look at what they're doing to Yang because he had the audacity to say that the two-party system is broken. They're, the, I, it's crazy. I'm looking at like normal human beings that have jobs that fucking like go like families – who are devoting their online life to trying to discredit Andrew Yang because he wants a th- viable third party. Imagine being so broken an individual that you are sold on the practicalities of things that are just abuse. You know what I mean? Like, like, Hey, Hey man, it's never going to be anything but a two party system. So you really got to get on your knees and suck that fucking dick now, bro. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll do that. Like, who is whose brain is so terrified of, uh, you know, what happens if we try to get a third party? Oh, well, I'll tell you, Democrats will lose for the next fucking, uh, probably at least two election cycles. <clears throat> what happens after that? Well, there is no after that, because if Democrats lose, it's the end of the world. It's like, Okay. well, now you're not thinking like you're not thinking clearly at all (laughs) like you're just being a child. So how are we supposed to move forward?
1: I mean, I wish the Democratic Party would fucking
2: dissolve. Come on. You just marked yourself for death, Eric. Of all the things, I mean, Listen, I wish. Of all the things, all the fucking Andrew Tate isms that you've said on this fucking podcast, all the like, <sighs> like we should drop women from helicopters, all that shit is not going to get you in as nearly as much trouble as suggesting that the Democrats are uh, in, in, maybe due for a uh, reform. <laughs> You're dead.
1: I mean, welcome to the war room, motherfucker. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking party. No, I'm just... No, look, it's strange, man. I don't understand. Like, I've never seen... In the way that, like, Trump derangement syndrome is, like, the most insane... I've, I've never seen so much talking out of both sides of our mouth without being able to, like, actually acknowledge it. Like, I don't know how... Like, because people that will shit on Yang or shit on the notion of third party, like they will acknowledge that the Democrats suck. They will acknowledge that Biden hasn't really done much for them. So it's like what you're asking me is to forever be pledged to a party that you acknowledge sucks and that there's never any room for anything else or any, any, like there's just, there's no room for it because what it would mean is, sacrificing to the Republicans, which, by the way, I don't even think is necessarily true. Uh, it, it, people often cast the third party as the spoiler party for Trump. I don't... I don't, or, or for the Republicans. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I think it can easily... Third parties can easily spoil the Republicans, and they have in the past. Look at a guy like Ross Perot. Uh, you know, asking me to... Be a simp for a party that doesn't give a fuck about me, that doesn't push forth any type of anything that can benefit people like me or, or, or like I don't understand. Like, what is my incentive? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I guess what they would say is, well, you got to keep Donald Trump away. And it's like, man, I, listen, nobody wants a fucking right wing loon. I'm not into that idea. But you gotta give me something more, man. Like, you just, like, I don't understand how we can just shit on anything that might be an alternative to the shit we have now and then also say that the shit we have now sucks. Like, something's gotta, you gotta, you gotta give some fucking, some leeway on, on, on one of these angles. It's, it's just not gonna work. And it's like, it might work if it's against Trump because you've created this uber boogeyman monster, right? But, you know, you get a fucking middling centrist Republican in there, like a Mitt Romney or some shit, and it's just not going to stick, man. It's not going to, that like, that like this, miss, well, this, this monster making when it comes to, to Trump, they've tried to apply that to other people and it doesn't work. Trump is a unique sort of, of, detestable uh, public figure.
2: I mean, they're going to try it on DeSantis and it's like, God, it's going to brick. He's just not that extreme. He's trying to be extreme for our benefit and it's not landing. I mean, it, 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 no,
1: here's the thing. It will work for that ilk, right? Like that sort of dyed in the wool, dim, dim, CNN person progressive like that side of the of the spectrum it totally will work they will buy that DeSantis is the great Satan much like Donald Trump what it's not going to work on is middling Republicans independents people the other people that you need you know like if you want to win if you want to have enough numbers it's not going to work on them independents middling Republicans you can probably pry them away from Donald Trump you did two years ago, but you're not against DeSantis. Nah, I, I bet independents, libertarians, uh, uh, centrist, repu- I bet they would be pretty comfortable with a guy like DeSantis. A
2: hundred percent. Yeah. So not scaring any, anybody who's actually looking at it, they'd go, oh, so DeSantis is like Mitt Romney. If Mitt Romney was like kind of a dick, you know what I mean? He's not scary. He's not scary. Well, but
1: he, but he does that thing where he, I mean he is, he knows how to play into that culture war vein that Trump knew how. You know what I mean with all that, like the Stop Woke Act and shit like that. He knows how to rally a Fox News that's audience. For, yeah, that's for sure. Right. So, so he is a, like he's not like who's the who's the uh, Yonkin or whatever. It's not. It's he's not quite as mild. Like he does sort of play that game, but again. You're not. I don't think you're really going to be able to apply the the Trump shit to him. I mean, may, but they'll try, and maybe they will. Who knows? I don't know. But you know, it would be an easier road for the Democrats if they if they were effective. You know, if they actually fucking not helped option. people, right? No, I guess not. I guess not. And that's kind of the really sad place we've arrived in 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 this uh, decade. Is that like now? we're going to have politicians that don't even try and just guilt you into voting for them (laughs) sucks, man.
2: Uh, yeah, everybody, uh, buy my, uh, bracelets. Uh, I'm going to get evicted.
0: Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The R R Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Like,
2: what? Like what? Like we're we're literally in a uh, GoFundMe worldview. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: GoFundMe me worldview. Yeah, like yeah.
2: Everything. Nothing is on its own merits. It's hey, could you please help me out? Or or in Democrat uh, world, oh hey, I mean. You know, the alternative is like the end of human civilization. Yeah, yeah. How fucking corny is that that people believe that? You think that like...
1: uh, Oh, people believe it. Oh,
2: I know. Our parents. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Last order of business. But listen, instead of an overtime, I'm going to need you to build something today.
0: Build something. before
2: you go to bed. I, I was struggling with it. I couldn't figure it out. We need a soundboard... And I want to do a special overtime where it's just dueling soundboards. Like I have one, you have one. Because.
1: <laughs> How does that well, work?
2: So, uh, both of our. <laughs> I saw this online. Everybody, Eric and I are both using a Focusrite Scarlet uh, reco- uh, uh, preamp. And basically, th- it is the one that every corny white podcaster has. I saw it online the other day referred to as the Nike dunks of uh <laughs> of sound equipment and uh that's entirely accurate but uh you and I Eric, should both be able to even with your uh, you have you have one input like a real pussy is that right one input All right figure this out for figure out where I can get the sound <laughs> device because um Ben Shapiro. Read Bridget Fetessy's uh I Regret Being a Slut uh uh essay. And he read it out loud. <laughs> and Ben Shapiro saying things like, uh, you know, I was wrong, I was being used by men, and like <laughs> <it> is so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> And oh, I, that was, that's designed
1: for, 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 podcasts, for a uh, hacky yes, comedian exactly. podcast. And we yeah. are
2: that above Des- all things.
1: <laughs> we are, yeah, we can't be funny on our own merit. So we'll just get Ben Shapiro being like, I love being abused by, by other men. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> uh, I love a fist in my asshole. Like our Ian episode.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it had a pretty positive response. It was a fun I, one. I enjoyed the um,
2: shit out of it, but somebody told me that Ian sounds like uh, Bart Simpson and they couldn't enjoy it, but I, <coughs> I got a big kick out of it. I thought I thought it was a good conversation.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good too. I mean, I don't know. Should we, should we, should we go full Opie and Anthony and just like have comedian guests on? If I mean, if we can get people on the show, I mean, they can come on the show.
2: I mean, we probably get more listeners than some of their podcasts. Not Ian's, but 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 some of these fellows out here who are genuinely funny, but just haven't like landed on podcasting. We probably just by virtue of the fact that we've been doing it for a long time have better numbers. So we could probably get them on. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to start with Andrew yeah. Tate. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's way eclipsed so, us.
2: I mean, maybe not anymore. He's on that Alex Jones shit, Uh,
1: but. What does it mean? I don't understand. When I look at our stats, Mm -hmm. right? There's total downloads, and then there's listeners. Yeah,
2: don't discuss it online because uh, we we need uh, to maintain our lives. But uh, no, I'm I'm not I'm not going to
1: give the specific number. But I'm just like, what's the difference? It seems like our listener, like listeners, is like half of total downloads. Yeah.
2: So that hold on, let's see
1: downloads. I don't uh, know. I'm confused. And I think, I wonder what, is this in the past 30 days? What is the metric here? That's
2: the thing. If it's, if that's per episode, like if that's our episode averages, okay, sorry, everybody, this is going to sound really boring for a second. It doesn't make sense that they would take a month long aggregator for uh, one number and a week to week aggregator for the other. So let's say that those are uh, because they stack them on top of each other. So let's say that those are both weekly. If those are both weekly, we fucking rule, but I don't know what it is. Um, (laughs) unique. Hold on.
1: Yeah. I I don't, I'm trying to parse these two things and I don't really, which is the one that matters. That's a good question. Uh, (laughs) does any of this matter? I mean, that's the, the real trick is that none of this shit fucking matters. Um, I don't know. We, I mean, our numbers are fine. I'm happy with, with where we're at. I think we're, we're chilling, but more people needs to get on that. Uh, get on that Patreon tip. You need to, you need to, you need to pony up here. I was thinking about, we should do another tier of bonus episodes where we do, we do advice episodes.
2: Oh, we really got to, this was supposed to be a call in episode. Every time we think we're going to do a call in episode, we just don't. What's going on?
1: I know we got, yeah, we got to get back on the stick. Maybe we'll, well, do people feel gypped? If we do a Patreon
2: call in, do people feel gypped? I don't know. Is gypped racist? I can't tell.
1: Oh, it might be. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do <give> it. Goddamn! <laughs> everybody, know, everybody knows. Everybody um, knows. It's so stupid. Everybody knows what somebody means.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. I, I, well, I see this, is the thing people might feel, uh, um, Hmm. What's the, what's the PC, uh, version of gipped? They might feel grifted out of, uh, being, uh, you know, they call in, they want They want to hear their voice on the show and then they're on a Patreon uh, which is only accessible to a small portion of our. Well, no, it's accessible to everybody, but only a a portion of the audience chooses to engage with that. Um, but that's on you. You know, if you want to hear your fucking voice on the Patreon. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay the piper. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe we could have more guests on the show. You know, why not? I don't. I don't see why not. I mean, I just kind of reached out to Ian as like a sort of like a hail Mary thing. Like I didn't think he was actually going to respond and then he did. And so it just all just kind of came together that way. But, uh, um, you know, I People can send us, uh, suggestions. Who do you want on the show? Andrew Tate? He's not, we asked, he's not going to do it.
2: You, uh, what about, uh, uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, watching watching behind the green door uh, in real time and just talking to us about the whole thing these
1: these are these fish are too big man we need like i i feel like we you got to start smaller right and then you can climb the ladder i mean who's the most i mean honestly the most famous person i mean it might might have been fucking ian fiedler oh, sure. you know like he's 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 blowing up uh who's the who's the biggest name we could have on this show
2: I oh, like um, I couldn't say,
1: right? Like I, I don't. I don't even know. Like <laughs> I bet he looked at like the retweets we got in terms of that episode and went, what, "Oh what Jesus! I lowered myself to be on that shit." <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah, we we really we were the we were the beneficiaries of that episode for uh, sure. Um, well,
2: let me just dis- let me discuss yeah. this Ben Shapiro thing.
1: Yeah, let's go into the Ben Shapiro thing have before we you, go.
2: Do you know who Bridget Fetty is?
1: God, this is just yeah. another one of yeah, those no, names. Right.
2: It's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> so everybody, uh, Bridget Phetasy is, um, uh, she is a comedian. She used to write for Playboy. She's kind of like in that sex positive uh, sort of like, uh, you know, I'm joking about how I was a waitress and also a whore, like that sort of thing. Oh, she's on Red Scare. Yep. <laughs> and. and uh but she's like she does the podcast circuit her shit has been kind of a a pivot to not if i said she tilted to the right now that would be incorrect she's just kind of abandoned her relationship with progressives uh
1: i'm I'm looking i'm looking up her wiki feet profile
2: how's her feet look Um,
1: um well hang on let me i gotta Bridget Phetasy wiki feet. Let's see here. Oh, there she is. Uh, she's got a five-star beautiful oh feet. Shit. They all do. These foot fetishes have no discerning. They, they can't discern between good feet and bad feet. They're fine. I'm looking at them. They're fine.
2: People that love feet. You know what? That's crazy, though, because I love breasts, and I can say, <laughs> like, you know, my girlfriend, great breasts, uh, lady at the train station, not great breasts. Right. So, so like, <laughs> what is the, you know what I'm saying? What What's going on here?
1: Well, I think, oh. <laughs> well, I, th- okay. So I think with feet, right. Is there like, it's very socially acceptable to, uh, to talk about how much you love yeah. boobs. Right. But with, with, with feet, it's almost like it's a little bit of like forbidden, for Like it's a, it's a little, I mean, like, I don't know who's, I don't think anyone on earth should be ashamed of liking feet out here in 2022, but, uh, maybe because it has that connotation of like, Ooh, like this is a fetish or whatever, uh, that, that, uh, maybe you're less discerning. I don't know.
2: Listen, Ben Shapiro was a slut. Uh, <laughs> so and everyone here's this sum, sum, summation, uh, Bridget Phetasy, uh used to give like, I guess, uh, dating, sex, et cetera, advice as the woman's perspective for playboy.com. Uh, she kind of was in that Chelsea handler, like what a whore. I am. Yeah. Um, and now it's
1: a gimmick as yes, old as time.
2: And Now uh, she's going with the other gimmick, which is uh, I regret it. I wish that I had been a uh, trad cath. Uh, yeah. Like she's basically saying uh, that she uh, used to convince herself that she was empowered uh, by her relationships with men, which were short and uh, I guess you could argue meaningless or whatever she does. Um, but uh, now she realizes that she was that 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 it was all cope, and she was really an unhappy person and felt like she was always playing second fiddle, which, She describes her uh, bottom, like her bottom out point, which uh, I think is kind of, uh, you could feel this being somebody's bottom. She gets a text from a guy that she was on again, off again with that says, you know, I love you so much thinking of you. And then a second later, sorry, wrong person. Uh, (laughs) I I could see that being somebody's bottom. Like if you're like trying to be like, I'm just a hoe having fun. I don't give a fuck. Like, and then, you know, I, I could see it, but here's the thing. Ben Shapiro was touched by this. Well, does, does
1: just real quick, does she know that she has six stars on, I know five stars on wiki
2: You know what? Drop her a line.
1: That would lift Drop me out of the
2: gutter. <laughs> Ask her or send that over. So here's the thing. Uh, she, I was moved not by the essay, but I was really moved by the comments that I found on the essay online. Like people talking about it on these uh, YouTube comments, et cetera. I had no idea so many women were walking around with this burden of, I thought I was lit, but I was just a uh, refuse. I, d- Eric, you're, are you, <laughs> Is a slutty period really something to – when do you feel bad about that in your life? Do you feel bad about that? Certainly not in your 40s, right? You feel bad about that on this latter side of your 20s or maybe your – probably your mid-30s. Your mid-30s when you're thinking about like why didn't I have children or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. start thinking like, oh, you know, like I sucked off three guys at the fucking – at the Outback Steakhouse that we worked at and uh, I could have dated one. You know what I mean? I could maybe we could have had a future, me and Merle, whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> he's a regional yeah, he's manager. A regional
2: now. manager. He could. Have, he was always nice to me. He could have supplied a life, but instead I fucked him and his two closest homies, and uh, now nobody in my town will fuck with me because I'm damaged goods or whatever. Like, but it's certainly not people in their 40s, right? Who are like who are over all that shit and are just thinking. Uh, you know, I'd, I I would just I don't want to die in poverty. I'm gonna just work on my work on my retirement now, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, everyone's got regrets in life. <laughs> like, don't don't dwell on it too much. That's my only advice.
2: I I I mean, good enough. I, I was. You know, like, what
1: is there really to, it's what happened happens. Just take what, take, take the lessons of the past and apply them to the future. Keep it moving.
2: Also, if you can, yeah, if you can be aware, oh, this is not how I wish to pro- progress in the future. Haven't you passed the test then? Like don't, Aren't you uh, empowered at that point to just move forward in whatever way that you want? Haven't you won?
1: Well, I guess it's – I mean, it's uh, – I was going to say – I looked up her Patreon. Ours is better. Yeesh. Um I was going to say that, uh, you know, it is like, yes, what you're saying, yes. But I think maybe there's like when you reach a certain age, like you said, mid-30s or so, there is a tinge of like, I wish I had – this revelation a bit sooner right like there's there's years of your youth behind you where you could have so like i i can understand that being a hill to get but like you gotta i don't know you gotta have just fucking uh you gotta have some perspective like i don't know how old she is i would say she's probably 35 you're still very young keep it going
2: keep it going maybe adopt or just get a couple dogs and you know
1: And like, just, I, it's, I don't think it's not people really overthink dating. Like it's, it's not that hard to go find someone they're out there, but wait, but what was the, you didn't, you, you still, you still got to give me the, the Ben Shapiro. Oh,
2: he is just on some traditional, like he's met Bridget Phetasy's said she was nice, whatever. And, uh, he said, you know, this is meaningful for Young women and blah blah blah. He's he's basically just selling uh, like traditional conservatism, like through. We talked about it. There's nothing that the right loves more than a black guy that agrees with them. Like nothing in this entire. Oh world. yeah. And oh, and God. likewise. Uh, there, which actually, to me, kind of illustrates that these ideas are not as racist as people think. They're, they're just purely ideological. They're not like really rooted in this kind of like very crude idea that we have race, where it's this visual thing, where it's like, oh, I don't like black guys. It's like, well, no, this guy loves black guys as long as he, as long as you agree with him. You know what I mean? And that's that's how uh trads feel about women is. You know, like I don't know, it's kind of annoying sluts. Oh wait, this one agrees with me. She's pretty lit. You know what I mean? Well, but it's, and
1: it's also the same way that uh, the, the the lefties think about about black people, right? I mean, was, <laughs> how, oh, how many fact, of yeah. the of the shit libs were, were calling Clarence Tom, Thomas oh, the N word? <laughs>
2: that was like, if that wasn't a psyop, then it's it, it's oh
1: man, it was all Nick Mullen. It had to be. No one could be that autistic. Right?
2: Come on. <laughs> does he... <laughs> does, Clarence Thomas, does Clarence Thomas have a Instagram? Does he have a TikTok? <laughs> does he have a TikTok? <laughs> I'd like to see what the comments are. Uh,
1: that's a... I mean, I would presume no. But... I don't know. You'd be surprised. I mean, George W. Bush has a fucking TikTok.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's the best.
1: (laughs) Clarence Thomas. I'm Googling Clarence Thomas TikTok. (laughs) Let's see. Mm, No. Discover Clarence Thomas's popular videos on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do the the lecturing TikToks.
2: <laughs> They're the worst. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let us uh, let let us cut for now. We,
1: we won't do overtime this. But but yeah, we won't do overtime. Soundboard? But we'll Will do. You a, show
2: me how to make a soundboard, please.
1: Oh, you are asking the wrong fucking producer, guy. I don't know man. how to do. You're that. the
2: producer of the show. Figure it out.
1: I gotta. What do you mean, like a physical soundboard, like a like it's like a thing that I can no, hold? No, no,
2: no. Like something I could put on my phone and then plug in the phone into the se- the separate uh, uh, input on my uh, preamp, where I can just hit a button and it'll go like, you know, be like, be like they they would use me in their cars. They would use them. They would use <laughs> me in alleys. I mean, like, like just.
1: they would pin me against the wall at parties. And they would enter my vagina with their fingers. Um, uh, I don't know how to do, like soundboards, like like E-Bombs World, yes, where it was yes, like yeah, the Arnold E-Bombs, soundboard. Yes. <laughs> and you prank phone call with the with the E-Bombs World soundboards.
2: Yes. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, we could. I mean, I listen. I don't know how to do that. But uh, good, wait. So you want it on your phone? What if you just? What if? Okay. What if you just go to the app store and just search soundboard? I did.
2: It was complicated. I'm also, See, I'm, also, I'm also I'm also I'm not signed into my Apple thing, so it's just hell. I'm just in hell.
1: Meme soundboard two thousand. <laughs> 2000- <laughs> Wait, what is this? Meme soundboard twenty sixteen to twenty twenty two. We can get memes, but I don't know. We we want a feature where we can put our own sounds on.
2: Yes. That. Yeah. We, we here's we, one we soundboard studio. Need, soundboard a, for live shows. We don't need an app that just says God, I'm. We don't. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> Uh,
1: let's see. Is this one? Would this one not work? Advanced track settings. Uh, this one might work. Um, hmm. All right, we'll have to do some. We'll have to do some digging. Listen. Either way, no overtime this week. But we'll do a bonus, a proper bonus episode. Perhaps. Yeah, perhaps with with messages. Uh, listen, I would love to figure out how to plug the phone in so we can have live phone calls. I would fucking love you that. You can do this. This is um, doable. So, but but what, I would need a uh, new a new little mixer thing. Uh, call Andrew. See, that's the thing. Like, I, if if I could get another one of these mixer things that could plug my phone into it, or you know, what, do I have other? There's another hole here. Yeah. Okay. I might just need the cable. God damn it! Call Andrew. No, look, yeah, there's two knobs. One for a microphone, one for a guitar?
2: Yes. Now call Andrew.
1: So what if I plug the phone into the guitar That's one?
2: That's the idea here. This is what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> but I, I think I, I think all we're missing is the proper cable.
2: You couldn't pl- uh, You know what? You had a hard time plugging in your headphones today. This is...
1: Uh, <laughs> this is <not> <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. All right, folks. Um... I don't know. I hope you like this episode. Uh, we will uh, get at you next time. Patreon dot com slash worst possible timeline. You know the deal at WP Timeline on Twitter two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. Call message. Maybe we'll do them on Patreon this week. Uh, and worst possible timeline at Gmail dot com. That's a place you can go if you'd like. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and yeah. One of yeah, us we'll, is going we'll to have a soundboard
2: of She Hulk. The other one's going to have Ben Shapiro talking about being a slut. Oh, She-Hulk. Oh, God. Goodbye.
1: We didn't talk. We got to she- do the She-Hulk Patreon oh, episode.
2: Oh, that's like a $50 tier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about She-Hulk. Oh...